Hello everyone and thank you so much for rocking with me as I, you know, do this journey of um everything in me, which is a <laughs> it's essentially my opportunity to kind of engage with you guys on a different level, um share kind of my thoughts and opinions on things freely, openly. And I don't say this to be very cliché because I feel like I don't want to take it out of context. This this podcast is, means a lot to me. It's kind of my lifeline, I would say. Um, it definitely puts me in a different mind frame when I'm recording these these podcasts. It's an opportunity for me to express myself in ways that sometimes I don't get to. It's a it's a form of therapy. Um, so much has happened. Just to quickly update you guys and your you know my life and what I'm currently going through. We made it through Mercury retrograde. We really really did. Um, I was able to finish school. So I'm done with my master's and I'm so excited. I'm so happy to be done. I'm still in shock. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm still in this, this like mode of like, is it really over? Like, is it really done? You know, over 18 years, you know, of school, it's, it's, it's weird to think that, okay, that's it. I mean, I say I may have a certificate in me and that's about it, but you know, very honestly with you guys, I'm not I'm not really a school person. I don't like to be in school, as funny as that may sound. Um, you know, this episode is not about school in general, but, you know, I did it and I'm surprised I did it because there was a lot of times that I wanted to quit. I didn't, you know, completely do get all A's, if you will. Um, <clears throat> I definitely failed two of my classes, but I was able to redeem myself. Um, and so, you know, my past when it comes to school is not completely, you know, roses at all. But in this episode, I know I sound a little groggy. I am just kind of waking up, but it's been on my mind. I miss recording. I miss being in the groove of things. I've kind of just been trying to settle with this new chapter being closed, you know, tie up the loose ends. I applied for graduation. Um, School has been a big part of me, a big part of a personal endeavor, you know, and I definitely want to go into that at some point, but, um, yeah, you know, I wanted to get on here and just, you know, be able to engage with you guys again and just acknowledge that I'm still alive by one. I'm going to start slowly merging back into my social media and stuff like that. But I wanted to talk about communicating and how challenging it can be to communicate in general, because I feel like I'm a communicative type of person. And, you know, a lot of times when you're a communicative type of person and you communicate with people who are non-communicative or expressive in general, there's a disconnect and um, there definitely can be a frustration behind things. And even with me, who can be very communicative, that doesn't mean that I communicate effectively. Recently, I've been faced with a lot of challenges in communicating because I've let the emotions behind what I'm feeling dictate how I communicate. So for example, you know, feeling like something that I am viewing or something that I'm going through, I'm, I'm completely against, <clears throat> completely, sorry, I'm completely against and it's not in my being to accept it and to feel as though it's okay and acknowledge it and embrace it or appreciate it, whatever it may be, you know, naturally I want to lose my shit. 
Let's just be honest. Just be honest, okay? The Enid in me wants to come out so bad. I want to prove. I want to, you know, scream. I want to use bad words. I want to just not think this through. I want to just completely lose it. Like, I just want to go there. I just want to go off. Like, give me a reason to go off because that's what I want to do. Um, and with that being said, it puts me in a place of losing power, losing the power. And I have in all the hard work that I've, you know, done to be who I am today, be a person who is, you know, challenging myself to go against what I've been taught, what I've learned, what I've seen to develop a whole new, you know, algorithm in which I'm able to overcome things and be the best version of myself. Now, this 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 internal battle is something that really behooves me to really settle within myself and acknowledge and call my own self out when I start to go left, when I start to put myself in a predicament where I'm not paying attention to the impact I have in that in, in you know, in that engagement, in that energy exchange. So, you know, you have a trigger. You have something that says to you, okay, I need to, I need to lash out. I need to express myself. I need to acknowledge this. I need to dive into this. And maybe your natural instinct is to just speak whatever is on your mind. Not even think about it. Just speak about it because I need to get it out. For some people, I have to say, this is important. This is important to do simply because they don't do it otherwise. So you're not in the type, you're not the type of person to acknowledge how you're feeling because you don't feel what maybe it's valuable, it's necessary, it exists. Uh, there's just so many other reasons as to why you can kind of withhold this information. Now, I don't want to overcomplicate this because I can already feel myself doing such a thing where I'm creating these scenarios in these cases, but I want to run the gamut of the opportunities in which struggling to communicate exists and also provide some sort of hope behind that because I feel like some people give up the idea behind communicating because they don't communicate effectively or they don't communicate in a way that other people can understand them. Well, if you're the type of person, again, who usually shuts down, doesn't speak on how you're feeling, I think a great sign for the external person or whoever it may be you know, you may be dealing with to just acknowledge or say to them, Hey, listen, there's a lot on my mind regarding this and I want to talk about it, but right now is not the right time. And I need to gather my thoughts and I need to figure it out just to give them a lifeline to say, listen, I'm going to put a stick in it right now. So that way, you know, when I circle back on this, I've done my due diligence and I've taken the time to understand my thoughts, my feelings, and I want to have the platform in order to express how I feel. And so that person needs to be understanding enough to recognize that, hey, you're doing your job on your end to show up for yourself and show Just up for your feelings. Feel free to keep the compliments coming. You know what? Look at God. You got such a humor. Google decided to interject in my podcast today. Anywho, you know, you're doing what you can to essentially be there for yourself, understand yourself. Recognize you need to, you know, express how you feel and whatever it may be. And from there, identify how can you navigate the best, the best conversation? Like what's the outcome? 
I think a big part of communicating is you need to address your feelings. So you need to check in with yourself and say, okay, how am I feeling right now? Am I in rage? Am I in a point of sadness? Am I in a point of complete happiness? And I'm afraid of saying anything because it can be my, this joy can be taken away from me. It can be looked at very negatively. Um, it could be essentially hated on, you know, not admired in any way, shape or form. So understanding, you know, checking in with yourself, where are you? How are you feeling? What's, what's, what's really going on? Where the, where's the, what's the emotion attached to this form of expression? Once you understand that, then you need to kind of go into, you know, the core of what you want to convey. What do you want to say? What do you really want? What is the message in which you want to let that person know? Either express how you're feeling as far as share that moment with them, or do you want to um, let them know of a boundary of a trigger that they've stepped on, a landmine that they stepped on? Because sometimes a trigger is a very light words compared to how you may be feeling internally and how it, it thoroughly does not move you in the right direction when someone does something or says something in that way, whether it be trust or, you know, lack of acknowledgement, um, you know, just mannerisms are off, whatever it may be. Sometimes a trigger is just not good enough of a word, but you need to understand the core of the issue. You need to understand what exactly it is that is bothering you and what exactly it is needs to be transpired in order to change or shift or bring up the conversation. A huge, huge part of communication is that um, you have to have patience with it. I've learned that through the years. And you also have to understand that just because you had a conversation, a conversation with a person or a group or whomever, it may not completely enact the change that you're looking to see. So for example, you say to someone, hey, listen, um, when you text me, instead of calling me about something that's important, it really bothers me because it puts me in a place where I'm not able to respond in time. It is important and I need to acknowledge it, but I can't because I'm not considering a text to be important. So, you know, a couple of days go by and they may do the same thing again. And you're like, listen, if it's time sensitive, please call me, please. You know, you need to start thinking differently. You also have to understand that that person has to change how they think about that, that interaction or that experience. And sometimes your first attempt at communicating to them doesn't necessarily set that light off where they're like, oh, I get it. I understand. Sometimes it takes different approaches at the same concept for them to completely wrap their head around it, time to go by, God to intervene, whatever it may be. So <clears throat> I think the frustration around communicating is that it's not effective, that it's not going to work out in the favor or in the, the way that you want it to. And understanding that communicating is just a method of explaining and acknowledging and understanding and trusting and intertwining two individuals to have a relationship that is multifaceted, has tons of different zip lines and drops and, you know, hips and X, Y, and Z, but communication is a huge, huge, huge lifeline to understanding and, and recognizing how important it is to, un, you know, know one another. Um, I think another big struggle of communicating 
is having a loss of words. So not having the vocabulary. Oh my goodness, this is a huge part of it all. Not having the vocabulary to express how you feel or what you're feeling because you never took the time to think about it. You never took the time to recognize the feelings that you're going through. And I notice this a lot, I feel as though um, with men, because I feel though as though certain men, not all, can be very reactive because they have this instinct of the macho-ness or the ego-ness um, behind them, but they don't necessarily take the second to breathe and think through those those things, those process, those feelings. Um, you know, we communicate in so many different ways, you know, body language, tone, choice of words, um, timing. There's so many different, you know, algorithms, I would say, that lead into how we communicate, what we communicate about, you know, when we choose to communicate. And as you start to develop a relationship with someone or have relationships with different individuals, there's so many <clears throat> parts of it all that you have to identify within yourself. How do you communicate? What's the best way for you to communicate? And if you're communicating to someone else, you need to know how they communicate and adjust the way that you communicate so that way they can receive your message. People time and time again will say, I'm gonna say what's on my mind. I don't care who it is, how I feel, whatever it is. That's a person screaming to be heard. Not a person who's screaming to acknowledge, go through the process, completely bleed out and, you know, sew that wound back up again. That's not that person. This person is saying, I've never, I've not been heard in the way that I wanted to be heard so many times and I'm sick of it. I'm done with it. I'm going to let everyone know how I feel when I feel it, however I feel it. But the reality is you don't exactly help yourself when you continue to choose to communicate very loud, obnoxious, authoritative, um, bossy, whatever it may be, if it's not the right time and place. There are certain times where, yes, you have to fight or flight. I get it. But there's other times in which you have to read the room. Read the room. Communicating is about reading the room. If you notice that you communicating to someone is shutting them complete, completely down, know that you have a short window. Know that you have to have a very selectful choice of words in order to get through to them before you know they no longer hear you. Communicating is a two-way street. You cannot communicate and think that I'm just going to say what I feel, when I feel it, how I feel it, and they just have to listen to me. It doesn't work like that. You're wasting your time, your energy, losing your power behind screaming and hollering and kicking your chest about how you feel. So you have to do some homework. You have to do some understand, some, some research behind what it is to communicate to an, you know, someone who you appreciate versus someone you could care less to. There's so many different levels. If you truly want to create an impact, you know, God doesn't make mistakes in what he does and how he does things. You know, I think it's important to also recognize that sometimes when you go through things and you deal with things is because you also need to, to see it. You also need to understand it. You know, you also need to absorb what's going on so that way you can make some changes in your life. 
it doesn't always shift or work in your direction. And by screaming or hollering or, you know, stomping your feet behind it doesn't always transmit that same, um, energy of like, don't mess with me. It transmits the energy of like, this person is not in their right mind. They're not mature enough to handle this experience or this, 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 you know, this outcome. It's, it's a trigger for them where they lose it. They, everything that they thought they had together, they no longer have together. So as you start to navigate your relationships and your opportunities to communicate, depending on whatever it may be, you have to understand by reading the room, where do you go? What does it look like? What does it mean? The idea of, I don't care what this person feels is stupid. I hate to say it. It's very stupid. The reason why I say this is because internally I do this all the time. So in my head, I'm like, listen, I got to tell them how I feel, what's going on, how it's bothering me, how this isn't okay, how it doesn't make sense. They need to get their stuff together. It's a complete, like me going into their character and just saying, Hey, figure it out, do what you need to do. Let's get it together. This ain't it. Da, da, da. But how I actually produce the, the conversation or choose to have the conversation is a completely different outcome. So for example, I'm at odds right now with my partner in, in an issue that we're having. And I know that they don't really receive my, um, my input when it's given in a very authoritative type of manner. It's one of those things where it's a trigger for them and they recognize, okay, listen, honey, I'm shut down on you right now. You know, and maybe it's just a Scorpio thing, but you know, they're very like adverse to any type of just overly, um, authoritative type of personality. It just doesn't work. It just doesn't work well with them. They're just not a fan of it. I feel as though a lot of times I'm able, I'm a control fiend and I want to be in control and I want to be, you know, aware of everything and have an influence behind everything and be on top of everything. So of course I want to approach it in that manner where I'm like, listen, this ain't it. This is not what we're doing. This is how we're going to do it. Blah, 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 blah. The reality is I could go that route and I could continuously press that button, press that button, press that button, press that button and not get the outcome I'm looking for. I have to recognize, I have to take a step back and understand who am I dealing with, read the room, recognize whatever else they're working with and choose what's the best best method for me to acknowledge this is what I'm going through, have the conversation if I want one. So sometimes communicating isn't always about a conversation. Sometimes it's about Just letting that person know this is how you feel, or this is what you're going through, or this is what you've noticed. This is acknowledging a change in behavior or how they reacted towards you or, you know, just what exactly the situation may be, but you're not necessarily looking for, you know, something to come back as far as, um, them to discuss the conversation about what happened, what should have happened, what could have happened. Sometimes it's just, Hey, I'm putting my foot down or, Hey, I want you to know this is how I feel and that's it. So then they can react differently moving forward. Going back to my situation, knowing that I want this to be a 
open door where there can be dialogue back and forth about this situation. I know that I cannot take that route of rah, 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 rah. So what I try to do is create or create an environment or <clears throat> seek an opportunity to engage with them or have that dialogue in a more quiet, less um, distracting time where they can give me their full undivided attention that they can have the pauses necessary. Pauses are huge in communication, honey. Let me tell you something. Pauses are processing. Okay. Pauses are when people process. So sometimes when you're trying to communicate something and they're not responding right then and there, that pause is, is like, okay, I need to load loading. This is me loading. This is me taking everything on because just because you said one thing or a couple, you know, points about what you feel doesn't mean other things are now flooding in. They're now flooding into their brain in ways that they never had before. But because you said that it, it brought up a memory, it brought up a, a smell, it brought up an experience, a flashback, whatever it may be, where they're starting to connect and understand how their input may have affected or altered or changed or how their day was on that day, or maybe they're trying to remember for themselves. So don't always, you know, take a pause as you're not listening or you're not there. Sometimes they really are taking a second to understand what is going on, what actually happened. Um, and for my partner, pauses are crucial. Pauses are, are complete learning experiences for them. That's when they're taking their breath to understand and absorb the information. And so I have to allow that as uncomfortable as it is for me, I know in order to be effective, in order to be, um, in a place where I can recognize, you know, my flaws or my, my things, I need to allow them that space to do that, to communicate or to understand in in their own being. Um, I think it's also important when communicating to acknowledge all parts of the cycle or the story or the thought process, whether it being explain to that person how much you mean to them. So you can, you know, alter the way that this person is going to receive that information that it's not coming from a non-loving place. It's coming from a place of complete, you know, um, gratitude and appreciation and just caring, um, you know, another thing of a really, really acknowledging when you're in that space is that how you feel may dictate the words that come out of your mouth and give them that buffer of like, listen, this means a lot to me, or listen, it's very hard for me to speak on this. So they can also read the room and understand that this person that they're dealing with is not necessarily the same person that was yesterday or same person during that that experience or whatever the case may be. Um, another part of just kind of, you know, setting that little disclaimer is that telling them, listen, I have flaws too. In this experience, I could have done this differently. I could have said this differently. I could have moved this way differently, but here we are, or, you know, this is something that I'm working on myself. So that also creates a space in which they feel like, okay, I'm not being attacked completely here. This person also has some improvements that they need to do and they need to look at as well too. So that way they can recognize that this is not a trial. 
Okay. This is an opportunity for both of us to recognize how do we need to adjust in order to come together. And as we start to be able to recognize those points, it develops and creates a whole different type of communication. Um, you know, sometimes I'm the type of person to, to interject experiences that I've gone through growing up to explain why I may react a certain way or why this is a trigger for me or why I may have a thought process this way, just so that way that person also can understand a little bit more who they're dealing with, what they're dealing with, where I've come from, what I've worked on, how much greater I have become because of it and why it works for me and why it is so close to me or why it means so much to me. And so that's why it's so important for you to sit down and understand the core of the issue or what you're dealing with and where it comes from, because you cannot be any good to anyone if you cannot understand yourself in general. So doing the work or even, you know, asking your relatives, you know, or your club ones or your best friend, like, you know, what's going on or, you know, where's this coming from? Or, you know, what do you see that I could be doing differently? Where am I wrong? Listen, talk to your friend or your cousin or whomever who is that person to call you out on your shit. Because sometimes we jump the gun behind acknowledging something that bothers us without recognizing how we played a major role in it being there in the first place. So it's very crucial that you identify the ways in which you could have created the change or you could have done things differently in order to not have that same outcome. You know, communication is a huge part of developing who we are as a person. And you can really, really hurt somebody deep down inside if you don't communicate effectively and you don't use the proper way. Well, not even the proper. I don't even want to put that in there because everyone's ways of doing it is completely different. But if you don't really attempt to use the best resources available to you at that time to communicate effectively, even sometimes circling back and kind of saying, listen, two years ago, I didn't have it all in me. I wasn't able to see what I see now. I wasn't able to recognize what I recognize now. And now I want something different. Or now that I know better, I want to do better, whatever it may be. But understand that when you take on this experience and communicating again is happens in so many different ways. It can be a long conversation. It could be a minute. It can be just a short, you know, pass, passing by, whatever it may be. All of those, those nuggets are important. All of those experiences are important. They help further develop a relationship in whatever relationship it may be. So I want you to value communicating. I want you to look at communicating as a lifeline to enduring a relationship in whatever facet that relationship may be, because it's not something you should take for granted. You know, a lot of people will say, okay, you know, I wish I could tell that person I love them, you know, one last time. It's that communication. I wish I could acknowledge my feelings. I wish I could, you know, experience a, a, a conversation with them again to be able to hear their thoughts and recognize their feelings towards things or ask them questions. You know, a lot of people will say when they're on their deathbed, they want to 
tell those that they cared about them or they wish they would have done things differently or they want to have a conversation with them about life one more time. That that part of life is is so substantial and so important that we all have to recognize the difference we can make by having that conversation and acknowledging those boundaries or those trigger points or the happy moments that exist because I mean, communication, a lot of times when you suggest communication or we need to talk is it has a negative connotation. Um, sometimes communicating is a very positive, enlightening, uplifting experience. I have people, especially my dream team who do that for me all the time where I communicate with them and I just have this jolt of life, this jolt of positivity, this jolt of excitement, this jolt of shifting my thought process into something that's more aligned with who I am. And I need that bit of, you know, ex- just external, you know, going back and forth to be able to uplift me. So, you know, you can take communication and let it be something positive and let it be something life-changing and exciting and invigorating. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be like, here I go standing my ground every single time. It can be conveying in the moment, this is a great moment. This is exciting. This is is such a, a, a beautiful feeling. Not just by a smile, but saying those things. You know, so that way that individual or that party or that memory can be set in stone because it was acknowledged. This is the best time of my life. So that that moment can be shared and that moment can be recognized and acknowledged for what it is or what it feels like at, at the time. You cannot just doubt. I love to communicate, honey. Just listen, I'm, Hey, here I am on a podcast communicating y'all for 30 plus minutes for the hell of it, because I feel like some people don't get enough of this communication or they don't get enough of the caring or the thoughtfulness behind communicating to someone looking to see them win. Everyone that I speak with, everyone that I engage with, I want to see them win. And I definitely try to communicate that. You know, I always say it's not what you go through, it's how you go through it. Do you let it take over you? Do you let it have the best of you? Do you let it reshape you? Do you let it mean something to you in ways that you can't explain? How do you go through it? How do you experience it? Do you acknowledge it? Do you just tuck it in and act like it doesn't exist at all? How do you go through what you go through? Because everybody goes through this. Everybody goes through things. Nobody's exclusive. Nobody's better than anybody else. It's really about how you go through things. Do you go through things knowing you're going to come out as a champion? Do you go through things knowing it's going to just breathe life into you? Do you go through things knowing that God has chosen you to be in this place? Do you go through things knowing that this is going to put me into the the place that I want to be in life and I have to experience it, I have to see it, I have to feel it, I have to embrace it for what it is in order to get to the other side, in order to deserve, you know, all that I've worked for, earn the things that I want to earn. I know that communicating just, I'm at my wit's end or what I feel like is my wit's end. Praying is communicating. You know, there's so many different ways in which we could communicate and it's so important to communicate effectively and use the different methods that there is to communicate because it shows every single side of you because we're all, like I said, multifaceted and there's so many different places that we can go into 
in order to express how we feel and what we feel and when we're feeling it. And those things matter. They matter. You communicating matters. Communicating to your social media networks or to your friends and family, your loved ones, to God himself, to you know anything, to yourself in general of how you feel, what you're going through, you know, your therapist, your life coaches, your whatever. All of those things matter. And I think for those of you who may have lost lost faith in communicating, I hope that you seek it again and you find it again. And for those people that you communicated or those scenarios in which you communicated and they were not received, well-received, shame on them for not taking the opportunity to get to know you better or to you know, acknowledge the pain or the joy that you were feeling at that time. So that way you can continue to open that door. But I hope that you don't close that door and I hope that you consider some of the things that I talked about today that I personally use because I know I can be a very hot-headed, um, controlling type of individual and it can come off not well-received at all, but it's up to me to really adjust and alter how I choose to penetrate my relationships from whatever energy I'm feeling at that time to give it into a package or a way that they can receive it. Not just everyone, but they can receive it. Sometimes when we scream, like I said, it's screaming for ourselves, screaming for the person that never screamed for us. I had to pause on that one because a lot of how we express ourselves is the fact is us trying to say to those people who let us down that, hey, you let me down. Hey, you hurt me. Hey, you made me feel this way and I didn't want to feel this way. But the reality is we can take charge. We have the freedom to own that power or that feeling or that experience and say, just because your intentions were this or just because my expectations were this and I received that, I'm not going to allow it to defer me, to deter me, to knock me in a place where I don't want to be, where I don't need to be. I'm going to use it and I'm going to breathe life into it and I'm going to bring power into it back and I'm going to own it. Own your shit. Own your feelings. Own your behaviors. Own the way that you communicate. Own the impact in which you have by opening your mouth. By choosing the words that may be hurtful or may be taken out of context because you didn't take the time to think about how you felt. You didn't acknowledge what you really or truly were feeling. You know, you have the freedom, you have the opportunity to create impact, to create change, to create new behaviors, new connections, new relationships, new associations. Um, But you have to take the responsibility behind doing those things. You can't assume that other people are just going to cradle you, take that into consideration and know what's going on in your heart and your brain, in your gut, in your instinct. You have to take the time to sit with it and to understand it and engulf it and then, you know, spread it out into the world in the way that's as reflective as possible so that you can own your truth. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I definitely want to come back with more, um, more consistent content and I definitely will. I'm just excited to be able to be out of this chapter, have this goal, pat myself on the back. I'm definitely adjusting right now to life with no school and, 
and I'm very proud of myself. I'm very, very happy that I did this endeavor and I'm, you know, amazed at how I can continue to grow and continue to push myself in different directions. And I hope this was useful and I hope this was interactive in a way that you were able to have some touch points. You know, I definitely am one to choose my words wisely for the most part. Um, you'll hear me kind of pause because I'm looking for those words that are the most impactful and the most truthful behind what I'm trying to convey or what I'm trying to say and connect the dots in a way that is universal of sorts and just resonates with the people who are listening. Thank you all for listening. I really do appreciate it. And I hope my gratitude comes through because it does mean a lot to me to see, you know, the data behind who's listening, where you're listening from. You know, I have people from all over the world, Germany, Saudi Arabia, all over the world who are listening now. And it's such a blessing to know that you're choosing to spend that time with me, whatever amount of time that, you know, that episode may be, because it's a beautiful blessing to be able to reach other people in different ways. And I love to create those connections. I love to be a part of those experiences. So through this platform, it's really shaping me in different ways. And I'm excited to see what the future holds behind this. And um, I'm excited to be in my next episode with you guys talking about something else, something different, something fresh. Um, and I hope to hear from you guys, hopefully on my social media, because I think that's a really great way for us to connect and just, you know, know what's going on in your world and what, what can I do as far as, you know, acknowledging certain things or tapping into my past experiences to shed light on things that maybe you're going through as well too. Until my next episode, guys.